All right, all right, y'all. Welcome back to part two of our talk about sex, Ciao. relationships, sexual demons. We still in and Malibu. And all that jazz, y'all. We are still live here in Malibu. At Malibu Bluffs Park, which is mm. right by the water. Right by the water near Hello. Pepperdine, y'all. Not too far from Pepperdine. I can so. see PV, though. Palos Verdes. Yeah, Holla. shout out to y'all. Look, 60 miles south. <laughs> <laughs> but you can actually see it. It's yes, kind of scary. Yes, y'all. <laughs> so welcome to again part two of a seat at the table. Um, here with the future Doctor Zoe and of course my lovely co-host Lady Z. Hello. We are talking about sex today, y'all. Yeah. This here Sunday and continuing this topic. We are continuing this topic. So Ciao. for those of y'all who missed out, be sure to check out part one where we sort of introduce the topic of sex, marriage, relationships. We kind of broke it down um, from a spiritual standpoint, clinical standpoint. We kind of introduced um, a, few things. a lot, a few things, but a <laughs> lot of food for thought, um, ways to get you thinking about sex a little differently, hopefully, hopefully, and just encourage you all to, again, just hopefully you have someone you can who is mature enough and old enough, possibly, hopefully, in your life to talk about sex. Because, again, as we mentioned before, I think, um, whether from whether it's the church or whether it's your own personal relationship uh, with family or close friends, um, just having that dialogue and being honest with yourself. You know, if you're not someone who likes casual casual sex... If you're someone who wants to wait, by all means, Please be that do. person. Um, if you are curious and want to know more, um, because again, I feel like that's what makes sex so taboo is the fear of being judged or just the lack of knowledge that's out there now. I think one of the good things, and I will say one of the good things that has come out of society now is the forthcoming about sex and being a feeling comfortable enough to talk about it however what you'll find here as we um did in the first episode and in this episode we're definitely giving you a lot more spiritual biblical standpoint on it um so as lady z's so as lady z mentioned previously just a brief overview she talked about sex being sort of a consummation of a marriage between two people yep. and that essentially nowadays because sex has been taken out of that and it's now kind of where you can be young wild and free and do what you want sex is one of those things that people are doing outside of a relationship um in open in an open relationship casually whatever however you want to call it look at it but um again as we were talking about the sacredness the covenant the the sanctity of that was meant for marriage and how for a lot of people who engage in sex, who engage in promiscuous sex, there is usually something there behind the scenes that when you really get to the soul of a person, one's vulnerabilities, you really see that there is a lot more than meets the eye. And so as we mentioned the last couple minutes of uh the previous episode you know we were talking about you know it you know lust and um demons and 
somewhat those lusts that can become addictions, one of those being sex and related to that pornography. And so lady as Lady Z prepares herself <laughs> for this Ciao. topic, um I kind of want to touch on something we had a conversation about yesterday and that was um of how I of Even how day I before think that, yesterday. I yeah. We've been in continuing <laughs> ongoing has, I think that for like you a know, week. <laughs> for again, the pornography being one of those visual, visuals that we mentioned yep. in a previous episode that, you know, we figured that, you know, it kind of psychologically, mentally, I don't know, it satisfies that instant gratification in our brains to get that nut off to get to feel good to release and things and from like that. a mental health point how would you how would you speak to pornography i, I was from a mental health i would point. say from a clinical standpoint pornography in a lot of ways i think it doesn't help your it do, it doesn't help and i think in a lot of ways it, it reveals the insecurity around sex Ooh. And so Elaborate, spiritually, please. you say you're sinning against yourself. Psychologically speaking, you're there's an insecurity there, whether it's you're there's a and yeah. my using my clinical lens and judgment, the insecurity Given that you are almost done <laughs> that I'm almost done, done with done my with MFT, the masters in two um, months. Two I would say months. I would say inside the January? implication the the implication of it is the insecurity of in a lot of ways a closeness and intimacy Ooh. and tries to cut it off just and with you, the act yeah itself. and so even Shut and so even door. and so you even and so even and so even when you're with somebody and <sighs> you engage in pornography there's you there's usually something that you're not communicating and it comes out through pornography and i think for a lot of women especially they figure well why does he look at porn things like that and i don't think it's so much that he wants you to do that that may be it i'm not saying that is but there's there's something (laughs) i think in terms of one's vulnerability that is not being communicated, it's not being translated. And so, you know, because again, as you mentioned, sex is one of those things that brings two people together. And so if, and so if you're with somebody or you're by yourself, the insecurity being that there's a fear of being close. And I mean, close enough to where as it as in a marriage two becoming one and you kind of share each other's weaknesses vulnerabilities strengths and all of that to be becoming one pornography being that barrier of whether it's one's own identity whether it's one that one's fear of getting too attached or too close to somebody I don't know, but like we mentioned, I think there's there's usually a heart behind that. There's usually something there that Child, I'm gonna stay quiet. That you know, <laughs> I'm trying to stay quiet. It's trying to be that you saying it though. You're difficult accurate. to it's difficult to communicate. So 
that's from a clip. That's from my clinical judgment. Piece, no, but the look but. on your face, sir. <laughs> but you I'm act eager like you don't know what you're talking hear, about. But I'm eager to hear. I mean, this okay, side, let's go from some. We gonna start with scripture, of course. So, period, course. point blank. Um, excuse me, Galatians six, and it is verse. Okay, we're going to do verse 7 and 8 because since everybody likes to quote this, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. We talk about that, but we don't really talk about that second verse. Um, For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So let's put that in a sexual context or a pornography context. So you have a situation where well actually i know some and we talked about this yesterday Mm -hmm. i know some personal testimonies if you will of what happened when they when uh an individual engaged Uh in it so there is a gentleman that is a friend of a friend and that person um married had kids the little triple x videos whatever used to pop up on his computer at work he just exit out of them did that for a minute um a minute being like about a year uh you know urban colloquialisms uh so he did that but then eventually he clicked on it and was like okay you know whatever it is what it is and clicked off of it for a hot second apparently about three weeks to a month later he decided to indulge again and it just became less sporadic and more continuous and before he knew it, him just watching, we're not even going to get started on what happened once he started to stop trying to watch and started trying to do other things. Him just watching, he, of course, he's married, so he's supposed to be having sex with his wife, but his desire for his wife dwindled completely and became non-existent. Um, and you mentioned in the last thing because of the motherhood and that that happens, but it also happens when pornography um, because at that point, then your wife can't do what you see somebody else doing and you no longer want her. So now, so the thing or is, that's is what that, you, or that's what you believe. Or that's, right. Um, and, and you know, it ends up being that because there's some stuff that like, no, your wife isn't supposed to, she's not a porn star or stripper. So she ain't supposed to be doing half the stuff that you see this other chick doing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I looked at and I'm looking at this um, this blog post and uh, the title of it is, the title of it is they reap what you sow. And that fits because his wife ended up they ended up getting a divorce. He ended up investing in, uh, even before the divorce, I believe, he ended up investing in some uh, escorts, things of that nature, people of that nature that could uh, hopefully mimic and practice what he saw um, on these different pornos. So he, at this point, he's been delivered from it, but uh, ex-wife still um, is an estranged father unfortunately three kids if i'm correct and all of that because the one time he did not choose to click off the triple x site um and the thing is is that we see that so often we and and unfortunately because um men are so visual even though women have their struggles too i know um personally that that can be the case but 
uh, women, like 13% of women struggle with porn addiction, whereas about almost 50% of men struggle uh, with the porn addiction. I think it may be a lot higher. It probably now, is higher. But um, honestly, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good place a good place to start because yeah. I think, because I think that. Um, and again, and I and I can without going into too much detail. I know I I struggle with this for a time, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's and it's interesting because even even as someone who's single, you figure, and I and I've spoken to Lady Z about this. You figure that, you know, oh, I'm not doing nothing wrong. Like I'm behind closed doors. It's my business. I'm not doing nothing. But that's the thing. You're behind closed doors, right? And chances are you don't have any lights on either, right? And if you got to do it in the dark. There's some implications behind that. Exactly. Mm. And what you don't Sorry. realize and that really what you're really doing is is that you're fur you're further and even psychologically they talk about this too, and that is is that you're further distancing yourself from making those connections with people. And as and as Lady Z mentioned last episode, it's like, you know, God wants God wants us to be you know connected to somebody he wants you to have somebody and what people don't realize is that with porn you know especially porn addiction it's like you're you know you're separate you're you're driving yourself further and further away from your wife your family based on that example you know from even your friends because it's like you know you're you know you you figure that you know this is just what it is and there's quote unquote there's no harm in it but it's like when you when you think of dating and when you think of being with somebody getting to know somebody and this is why i say that insecurity is is that you're afraid of that closeness you're afraid of somebody really knowing who you are Mm -hmm. because of because of those insecurities, because you possibly have been hurt in the past, because you've, you know, been abandoned or rejected or, you know, you've you've been cheated on before. So you just figured like, oh, let me just get this nut off and I'm good. Like, so you, you kind of convinced yourself that all I need is this and I'm good. <laughs> but you don't realize that there, there's there's more that God not only has for you, but you have to, you, you have to, you have to cut, you have to stop sewing that. You have to stop sewing that. And, and as I mentioned, you have to stop sitting against yourself because all you're doing is just widening that gap between being intimate, between being close with you know, and people look at it in terms of like intimate personal relationships, but it could just be social relationships you know family you know friends it's like you know when you do that you know you can't really develop a closeness with people because your mind especially if it's an addiction your mind is so preoccupied with you know with with what you want to see or all of that that you begin to you know just Hurt again. You're hurting your own self. You're hurting yourself from fulfilling that that true need, which is closeness and intimacy. Hmm. And you know, it's interesting because 
let's go to the other example like shout out to my bro because i won't say his name um because we just had this conversation yesterday i had no idea we were going to have this <laughs> and touch on all of these things and uh, it's kind of perfect because i needed some real life examples um some that were aside from others that i've heard of but even some that i can get a fresh take on and he provided that yesterday and we were in our conversation so um there is a another friend of a friend for him and this he was actually involved with because he was trying to assist her in getting help so this time it's a lady and her situation um she had started getting into the habit of watching and um yeah the habit we'll say that of watching mm-hmm. porn and it became so deep for her that she uh she would she made a phone call to him my friend and she was just like you know um i'm struggling right now like i'm i can't get any sleep and i'm and he was like what do you mean you can't get any sleep and i'm like well is it just that she's up and um what was the issue that Mm -hmm. she was just up and watching and all of that and it was like no that wasn't really the issue (laughs) it was actually because apparently she's been seeing demons ever since she started watching and and literally she she um explained what they look like apparently they're uh, the one one that she specifically sees short um black but with red eyes and apparently the reason why she was losing sleep was because they were making so much noise at night in the middle uh, in the middle of the night she was getting about two hours of sleep wow and we're like okay um so from there she ended up going to um she found a uh, a pastor in Texas that uh, that specializes, if you will, in deliverance. And in the conversation that she had with that pastor, the pastor, because he's been doing deliverance ministry for 30 years, um, brought up his journal. And his journal had um, literally the demon that uh, she had been seeing. Uh, <laughs> by name. <laughs> yes, by name. Name is Orion. And um, the blood of Jesus be on this uh, podcast. <laughs> Amen. And not joking about that one. Um, that spirit apparently is a general. And specifically in the avenue and area of, of lust and things of that nature, sexual, whatever. He's a general over that. And by the time it was all said and done, there was a list of about 43, if I'm correct, different demons that now had access to her that came to her through porn, that became attached through porn. And um, some things that were able to stick around because of the porn, because some stuff um, actually came from her childhood. Uh, Different experiences. I don't know if it was molestation or what, but some things happened when she was a kid. Mm -hmm. And those demons still had rights to her because the porn kept the entryway open. So um, she, it got so bad, she almost, she was about to lose her job because she had just gotten a brand new job. It was awesome, but she wasn't able to sleep in her own house. And uh, this actually happened earlier this year. I remember the conversation with him. I didn't know the whole situation until yesterday, but I remember him mentioning some things to me earlier this year. And I, and, and that's real. And like she, she wasn't well, tripping. Well. She, and, and the thing is, the downside to it is that she was like, look, I had actually become uh, accustomed to seeing them all the time. 
You should, accustomed to seeing the demons. Well, she's like, yeah, I mean, they're not scary. They can't do anything to me. I know that. But they're in my house. And now they're just making a lot of noise. And now I can't sleep. Through some porn. So if you want some real spiritual implications... Because it doesn't just, and the thing is, like, we think it just affects us, and we think that it's just something that can be limited to whatever we are um, experiencing at that time. Our nut off, as you say. Or I mean, our, listen, I mean, listen, release, y'all. Like, I mean, listen, y'all. They say sex is a gateway. Is a is a moving, transcendent experience. So. Moving and transcendent. It's interesting how we can take I just, something I that just is say, yeah. a, a biblical thing and literally a biblical act. And, it, and the thing is, whenever we take something that is God's and we try to use it outside of God, there are implications that you have no idea that you're opening yourself mm. up to every time. And those are, and those are the things, as I mentioned last episode, <laughs> it's, it's those things that we don't see <sighs> that, well, in this case, she saw it, oh. but... <laughs> and couldn't essentially these are the things that we don't see Jesus. that again based off that example that's what the Lord wants to keep you from and that is is that again as I said as I mentioned last episode he wants as Lady Z mentioned last not me sorry Lady Z mentioned last week last episode Lord wants you to be with somebody he wants you to be able to again be you know, be sexual, be intimate, be close with somebody that he has for you. In marriage, the confines of marriage. And so, because again, marriage, a relationship, that's where, that's where sex belongs. Yeah. That's where it belongs. And I'm just going to put it out there and say it. That's where it belongs. It's not just in a relationship. You know, that's, you know, again, that's, you know, those are one of those connotative ways that people get around. It's like, well, I'm in a relationship. You know, we've been together for da 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 If it's not marriage, call it old school, traditional, whatever. But this is what, this is where it belongs. It belongs in a marriage because as we mentioned before, that's where the two become one. And it's like, if you're attached to one or more people, as Lady Z talked about, there are things that into you that stick with you that you're probably wondering, as I as I've heard several women, both personally in my life, socially and outside and just throughout my interactions in day to day life, who said, you know, well, I've been single for a long time, this and the third, but you're wondering why it hasn't happened yet. Why? Your soulmate hasn't happened yet. Have you really severed those ties with that? Are you still entertaining certain bows or certain exes? Are you have you done the work to spiritually cleanse and heal yourself to become a woman of God? Or, have and are you, you really... ignoring the one that God has for you because right. it didn't come in the or package that. that you expected? Right. Have you been delivered from your what you like? Exactly. Because if you're yeah. still operating and that's I think what this generation needs to understand, you're you're whining and, and desiring and asking for something that's long term, something that's real, something that's gonna last, but your mindset is very instant gratifi- instant gratifying. Right. Those two ain't gonna match up. That part. If your mindset, if your heart isn't in a place to not only receive love but be willing to work at it and do all of that, Lord ain't gonna give you this. 
Wow. And that's something, as I was talking with Lady Z, that's one of the things I've I've learned recently within myself. And that is, is that, you know, for a long time, I've heard, you know, both men and women share to me their personal experiences. And I will always leave saying, like, Lord, unless it's perfect, I don't want it. Like, I don't want any of this. And I've carried that for so long. But what I really was trying to get at is that me wanting somebody who's willing to work at it, who's willing to push past different problems that come up and not when, you know, you come into the first sign of trouble, you up and you up and you up and secretly talk to somebody else or you up and secretly hook up with a beau that you've met a while ago. And that's why you want the one that God has for you. Right. Because one, not only are they grace to handle all of your stuff, like the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever, they're grace for it because that's the one that God made. They are also graced to help with that, to cover that, however covering that looks, and also be able to help you work through it. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if it's the person that, that the Lord has for you, like some stuff, some things you need to, deal with on your own like I don't believe like with the porn addiction yeah you need to allow God to do whatever he needs to do in Mm -hmm. you before you bring somebody else into that mix because there's a whole little demon fest happening and I encourage anybody please (laughs) please I don't say this enough in these episodes but please seek out if you if you desperately need it both spiritual help and professional help if you haven't if you're facing any addiction any personal crisis please go please go speak to somebody because i feel like now the stigma is starting to come off come off of therapy and psychotherapy so please go see that yep because seek out christian counselors go talk if you to need pastors. to yes if you want to seek out uh, clinicians outside of the christian realm right. if you will uh, they're department there of mental health every single county has a department mm-hmm. of mental health go on the website um i know in cal in los angeles uh two on one is the number that you can dial mm-hmm. <laughs> it just ain't just go um, and you can even just google people google, around you because for everything yeah because look. again it's like you know this this stuff that me and lazy i talk about it's real it has yeah. it affects not just your spiritual it affects you emotionally it affects you mentally it affects you physically and the thing is, is that it starts off spiritual mm-hmm. and all those exactly. manifestations will come will come if it's not dealt with and people far too often wait for the physical because Again, it go it this it lurks behind the scenes until it finally comes out physically, and, and then is. that's when people wait. But by then, mm-hmm. it's like you gotta go, you gotta do all this back work to get to here, because that's where the root lies. And it's because actions are minimized. We minimize things and make them seem like they're or make certain uh, acts mm-hmm. as in. Unfortunately, there's children behind you. Um, right. Acts that. Um, that have uh, that are like, like more adult, right? Um, like pornography, like addiction, like uh, even the, the minor things, like even just getting beyond a rape. We mm-hmm. minimize those things. We don't uh, allow a full healing, and we think we're okay. I have another friend. Um, for her, she's been struggling with masturbation since she was a child. But the thing is, is that she was also sexually molested by another child when she was a child, mm-hmm. and thought that she was okay. She's like, well, all right, I feel normal, I'm fine. But she, but when she got to thinking about it, and she really looked at 
what was going on. Mm-hmm. She's been struggling ever since the same, literally the same time that this happened. I think she was like seven years old, maybe. Um, and it was someone that was 10 years old, I want to say, that uh, did what it was a girl. And my friend is a female as well. And that happened. And she's like, all right, well, I'm okay. Mm, you know, <laughs> but 30 years later, you don't even realize that the, part. the stuff. And I think that's where I've been struggling with masturbation for 30 years and did not know mm-hmm. where it came from. And the reason why it wasn't something that was talked about was because it was a sore spot for her. She was just like, well, it's something I don't really want to think about or want to, you know, deal with because it's like, okay, it happened then. I'll just make sure it doesn't happen again. And, you know, but the thing is, is that if that's not dealt with, mm-hmm. you then have children involved. Um, with your like well no first you then have say you do get married say you then have kids say regardless you have kids whether it's inside marriage or not and that was never dealt with there's some things that your kids are going to go through and it will be worse and even your husband too that part and it's going to be worse because it wasn't dealt with with just you Mm -hmm. period there's other demons that can attach themselves there's other uh, and the thing is is that they will want to uh, the, the demons that is because there's an open door and the one thing that the that the enemy hates so much is family he does not like family he does not like marriage any type of um, connection and union that's not for his sake he does not do it he does mm-hmm. not like it so just be made aware of that um, just making folks aware of that yeah Oh, child. <laughs> you said a mouthful, it's, it girl. It is a lot. Because it's, you know, and that's, and, and again, and we and this is something we talked about last episode, too, and that is, is that some things are benign, other things are, are much more overt and can be overwhelming, but again, and I think that's the tactic, strategy, ego defense that we use is that we minimize a lot of yep. this stuff. You know, we, you know, we don't, we don't like to talk about things that scare us, but it's like that's really where a lot of the growth and change happens, and that's, and I think, and honestly, and if we're being real, and I feel like that's why a lot of people don't like his word or like who he is because him being God and it's funny because it's like the very thing that that they that people want that people desire and it's really a need but you know that being said that he has is just you have to come you have to come through all of that stuff to get it and people really are just like no it's not worth it and that's why people Mm -hmm. feel like well you gotta you know wash out the you know do this this and this for that but you don't realize like how you said it's um last episode i think it's like you know he's not you know he's not trying to make your life boring he's not trying to make it this and that it's just when you really understand he's trying to keep you the implications of a lot of stuff he's trying to keep you and protect you from it because it can attack your soul because it can you know sow something that you don't want to reap because it's a lot of it can lead to death yeah it can a lot of things lead to death i mean it says it in his word in multiple places you know and people is just 
don't really understand the magnitude of certain stuff. Mm-hmm. It being, uh, and especially since we're talking about sex, again, and dealing with the it porn being one side of it, of it and even with the masturbation side mm-hmm. of it, there's a demon behind that. Ooh, I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> Because we think it's just, oh, you know, I'm re- I'm releasing myself mm-hmm. or, you know, there's a release there. If we're going to be honest, just like porn is a gateway, masturbation don't just come out of nowhere. It's not just because you feel like doing it, believe me. Well, it's not even just that. Like, get, people say it's a release. It's not. And it's like, again, you're opening a window to throw out something, but what are you letting in? Right. Ooh, you said that. Say that one more time. What? <laughs> People call it getting a nun off, getting a release, but it's like okay, you're 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 getting, you're opening something to get rid of that. But what are you bringing in? Right. It's kind of like it's kind of like what what was that? Oh, what was that saying? It's like um, if you dig if you dig one, what is it? If you dig one grave for your enemy, you better dig two. Yep. Type of thing. Yep. It's like when you try to bury when you try to bury one thing, it's like you're going to have to do it twice because it's like, uh, you know, for the sake of horniness, it's like, okay, you're trying to not, you know, you're trying to satiate that and, you know, put it to rest. But it's like, all you're really doing is throwing it out and a new one comes in plus something, plus something else. I mean, if we're going to look at scripture in the book of Matthew, that's exactly what it said. Mm -hmm. Like you, you open up that door because again, demons don't travel by themselves. So you have one that might encourage you to do something. And if we're going to go the route of masturbation, we'll say that. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, he will, it's like, all right, we get one person in. But the thing is, is that because the enemy, one person, one demon in. But the thing is, with the enemy, he doesn't go in in just one section and just try to kill you in one section. He'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, let's bring in everything. Everything. So, because uh, his goal is to destroy, still kill and destroy. So he knows he can't destroy you in just once with one thing. So it'll be seven or eight or ten or twelve, however Multiple many that he things. can add in there. Because <laughs> I won't even get into all of the implications of that. I don't think we have enough time for. It. <laughs> but however many that can be added in to the to the list through that one little foothold that the enemy has, um, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. And in him doing that, that is where you end up being destroyed, which is why you saw with the lady that I was just talking about, there were how many? 43 demons? Mm-hmm. 43? That still had an entry, still had an opening. And mind you, let's add this in there. She went to go seek out a pastor. Baby girl is saved. Like mm-hmm. came to know the Lord as her personal, personal savior. 43 demons had access to her legally legally in a spiritual sense yes because mm-hmm. uh, the thing is like this yeah and, and yeah. The, that's a whole other conversation that's a whole but yeah. there is like sp- spiritual legalities um that are in play and the thing is is that it, it is talked about in scripture um it's in play it's actually there's a revelation behind it within scripture but there's so many things that we see the Lord is like, well, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, don't do this. And the thing is, is that though we saw the Ten Commandments, I don't think we paid attention to half of the different stories that are in the Bible. The different thing, like if we really, truly read through some of the, uh, some of some people like Samson and Delilah, Delilah, if we really looked at David's lineage, if we really looked at, oh shoot, like don't even get me started. The Old Testament is a, is a whole lot. If we looked at Jesus's lineage because he got some folks Judah there's another Tamar 
and she had twins by her father-in-law name is judah as in yeah judah <laughs> as in jesus's uh, yeah mm -hmm. so if we're going to look at all of that let's look at some of these stories and see that half of the stuff that the lord the reason why the lord is dealing with you on it is uh it, it's not new mm -hmm. period and it's taught you see the ramifications of it even then with fam whole family lineages being affected by it yeah i'm gonna leave it there <laughs> i'm gonna try because again y'all it doesn't just affect your it doesn't affect your just your intimate relationships again like whether it's porn whether it's sex or whatever it drives that separation and that and that's and that's really how you can really tell when something is a problem when it begins to separate you from the Most good things in life if you have to do it behind closed doors in the dark and it's not sleeping well <laughs> that's a clear indication right there that it's not supposed to be done Mm -hmm. I mean, and it can be done behind closed doors in the dark and with your husband or your wife. Yeah, by all means, go for it. That different situation. But if it is you by yourself and you have to go in the dark to do it and there's nothing like what I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Clear indication. Maybe you should rethink it. There's a reason why you feel like you need to be behind closed doors and separated from everyone else to do something. And I mean, and I mean, certain people foolishly would say, you know, I'm bold enough to do it out in the open. That's that's even worse because right. it's like now it's again, and it's not so much that whole oh, I ain't got no shame. But it's just like no, you have no tact. Right. You and the thing you is, don't you don't are so ashamed. You right. self worth is yeah. Just gone. You don't you don't have no not just self respect, but you don't have no what's the word I'm looking for? I just had a Holy Spirit. Um. You don't have no value, no value within yourself to, for one, a, truly appreciate what you're doing, and two, you're you're essentially, since since we're talking about spirit, since we're talking about the spiritual implications of things, doing it essentially with with that demon out in public for the world to see. I mean, let's add scripture to it. Absalom, hello. Um, this is Second Samuel. <laughs> um, around and not too long, uh, around the time that we talked with the previous with uh, Tamar yeah, and right. Ammon, I mean, mm -hmm. or Ammon or Ammon or however you want to mm -hmm. correctly say his name. I've heard many variations. Um, not too long after that, I want to say it was after that um, mm -hmm. Absalom was attempting to take over his father's throne, King David, and in him trying to do that. Um, he decided to go onto the roof of the castle, I want to say, whatever there, yeah. Um, and he had sex with all of David's concubines in front of everybody. But it wasn't because he actually wanted to have sex. It was the, the underlying thing behind it was actually to, um, prove his, his, his strength virility. over David. His virility. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, um, pretty much take over the kingdom it's interesting how it was how what he did was used as a tool it wasn't even for satisfaction uh -uh. and so it makes you really rethink um the reasons behind the why the enemy wants you to do what you do uh, -huh. uh why there's why you have different spirits that are um that uh really 
because you're moving in your flesh, they associate themselves with that. And then you just have the need to uh, to watch porn, have the need to masturbate, have the need to just go have sex, do whatever you want to do, get your nut off real quick. Don't you know it's not even you that wants it? Mm-mm. Because the thing is that at the end, that even though you feel like either it'll be one of two things, either it will not be enough and you'll have to keep doing it and and the thing is with everything right because that's only temporary or you'll do it once and you'll be like i never want to do this again okay so how do your feelings go from um hot and cold that quick if it's not something else influencing it and that's honestly where and that's honestly where as as pastor Todd was saying give it over to god because that's really the only thing that and that's really where the the enemy's power only lies. Child. He tries to amplify something that's temporary Child. and convince you into thinking that if you don't do this sin, it's going to be permanent. <laughs> he can amplify something. He can hype something up that is only temporary. And make you, and, and if he can convince you into thinking that if you don't do this, it's going to be permanent. Hello, buyer's remorse. We do it when shopping. But again, and this is something <laughs> I read, I believe it was in First John. Which John was it? What was it that was said? <laughs> it was talking about perfect love. I think that was Second uh, John. Perfect love casts out all fear? Yes. I think that Chapter was Second four. John. Chapter 4, yes. Second John, right? First John. Because I screenshotted it, so I'm trying to remember. Uh, there we go. First John. First John. Yeah. I actually have it written on my wall. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I, I just recently screenshotted it too. Yeah, you know, perfect love casts out all fear, and so yep. you know, he who has, you know, he who has love, perfect love, has no fear, and so the one who fears is not made perfect in love. That's it. And so, you know, again, and, and that's his word also talks about again, God doesn't give you the spirit of fear. Well. And so that's and, and there again, and I feel like when and circling back to when we talk when we have the discussion of sex and pornography and things like that, mm-hmm. th- there's a fear behind that because right. if we're being honest, a lot of us don't know much about it. We know the act. We know what it looks like. We know you can incorporate different things, even different people to get involved with it, but we really don't understand the deeper implications of it. And in, really in it, marriage and out of marriage. Yeah, that's and, the issue. And with anything, and I felt like, you know, people want to chalk it up the signs, but in a lot of ways, spiritually his word covers that. And he covers a multitude of things, not just sex, because no. there's a lot that we don't know. That again, Lord tried to protect us from. Well, and if you want that guidance, because it is that simple, His word is going to lead you and teach you how to do it. But if you set on doing it your way, if you set on again running away from your fears, well, you know, good luck. So. <laughs> Y'all, because I'm trying not to get too like. Basically, I will encourage to if you want to know more about that. Of course, please DM 
DM um, us. Love, Beats, and Heartstrings. Say it loud. S-S-A-Y. It loud. Underscore that. Underscore movement. Ooh, it's been a minute. Yes. But yes, DM us if you have any questions, if you want any references or like just any tips or stuff like that because trust trust us y'all like we we be watching and hearing different pastors we pick up different things from our setting in the field and all of that so you know we're definitely working towards me and ladies both trying to be those spiritual counselors those advocates for you know communities um both in the church as well as outside of it because again there's you know, there's a lot of, you know, people, spirituality, I guess the banner people call it, but really there's a lot of his word that people misunderstood and mm-hmm. don't really know. Right. And so we're, you know, that's why we do this and we're, tr- and we're in the field that we're in to bring that. Right. And so again, if you have any questions, if you need, ref- if you want referrals, if you want resources, if you want different video clips to watch and things like that if you want to have a conversation that's what we're here for because again like topics like this as well as other topics it's like you know again this is there's a lot more to it than meets the eye Mm -hmm. and as as we kind of started talking about again just really the spiritual implications behind sex is what's not being talked about you know not just the emotional component, the mental component, but really, as Lady Z said, it starts spiritually. Yeah, it does. Because again, it's a you know, sex is supposed to be a connection between two people. Right. And as I as I mentioned earlier, while I do appreciate the more openness that society has around sex, there's still a lot of quote unquote gray area. But there is a lot of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, There's there's still a lot of immoral, I guess, practices and thinking. Mm. And in some ways ignorant surrounding this topic because, yeah, you're grown, you can do what you want. But however, you need to understand that it's a lot deeper. Look, you said it's interesting because that's where we that's in in immaturity yeah. is where we say I'm grown and I can well clearly the thing is is that when you truly grow up and you truly are walk, like walking this whole life out mm-hmm. you already know there's too many implications and too many ramifications too many consequences to stuff that you um would just put under the title of I'm grown so I'm gonna do this yeah okay yeah and you'll have grown consequences you have nobody else to cover and all you're doing and all you're doing and I thank you Holy Spirit as my teacher as my teacher told me in middle school and I'm sure some of us done heard it heard it said like this if you're trying to prove something it's not it or you don't have it (sighs) if you're steady trying to prove you grown you're not grown right Cause you don't have to prove anything that you are. You just are. You just are. Yeah. And so. I could so. All that. All that says. All that. All that says. All that says to me, is you don't understand what it means. And you have more growing to do. And you have more growing to do. Yeah. And if and and not trying to be judgy, but you're actually in a good place 
to learn. You just have to be willing to accept that. Right. Because being grown is being mature. Right. And knowing that, no, just because you can do something does not mean that you should. Thank you. <laughs> just because I can kill somebody. Doesn't mean do you it? should. <laughs> I mean, just because I can go out and do whatever I want to do with that. Whatever That's man like I less than one. Oh, that is less than one oh one in terms of maturity and getting older. Just because you can do something does not mean you should a lot of the time. Shoot. <laughs> Just in case y'all missed that lesson, I will say it again. Love. Lesson one-on-one of being a mature, quote-unquote, adult. Just because you can do something does not mean you should. Well. Just because you are single, just because you are, quote-unquote, feeling horny and need to get it out, does not mean you should go out and try to find you a dick to sit on. Well. Or vice versa. Something to run up in. Well, <laughs> y'all. Okay, so <laughs> look, but it, it's real though, and the I won't again with the spiritual implications. There are a few people that were referenced. Um, Ryan Lestrange actually has. I'm correct. He's got a book on spirit husbands and spirit wives. That I didn't even touch that, and I will not touch that today. <laughs> Um, incubus and succubus. Um, well, yeah, no, look, we're not. Yeah, gonna, again, yeah. not gonna even touch that one. But mm-hmm. yes, Ryan, Apostle Ryan Lestrange is one person that I um, definitely recommend. Look up some of the stuff he's done, including Uncensored, which was a recent webinar about six hours of teaching. It's great stuff. Apostle John Edcart has actually done a similar uh, similar teachings as well. Um, uh, Jennifer LeClaire has done similar teachings as well. She's an apostle as well. Our prophet, uh, really, she's an apostle, but uh, she's prophet Jennifer LeClaire. And if you guys, um, Pastor Mike, Todd. if you guys can't find those links, DM us and we'll send it Please. to you because I know I don't know if the, I don't know if you can just search it on YouTube and it comes up. Yeah, but you should. You should um, be able to. but yeah. You, you, I guess, ladies, he told me you can, but I mean, mm-hmm. if you can, if you DM us because we have it. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yes. Dr. Matthew Stevenson, Pastor Mike Todd, yep. um, Ryan Lestrange, mm-hmm. Jennifer LeClaire, John Eckhart. Um, those are just a few to name that I definitely would recommend um, listening to mm-hmm. if you um, want more information or uh, just want to take a deeper dive and, um, truly kind of see what we're talking about because again not going to hit all those areas i think it right. might be uh it, not yet unless the lord leads otherwise but um yeah <laughs> yes so yeah y'all mm. just a few little resources right. y'all can look up um also too like if you again want a more clinical understanding if you want to um, if you want to work through your issues with attachment, if you are having attachment problems, if you are... Explain what that attachment is. So, real briefly, so <laughs> attachment is really your ability to form a closeness or a bond with a parent or a care or a caregiver. It's just what it sounds. You're able to trust them. You're able to... Um, you know, be able to come to them and, you know, they're for the most part consistent 
Um, but again, if there is disruption in that, if the person um, is physically abusive to you, verbally abusive to you, emotionally, psychologically, even spiritually in the, in a lot of ways, um, if they violated you in any way, if if they basically done anything to break that bond with you, um, and I'm not talking about in terms of just like, you know, some you know some people might take some blow it out of context. I'm not talking about like small little incidences because again, nobody's perfect. But I'm talking about those things w- that have those deeper implications, like somebody is abusive in more ways than one you know they violated you they violated somebody in their family they just done something that you know is out of the norm and they have done things and acted in a way to where you can't trust them completely you know if if you're if that attachment has been broken if that attachment has been severed um and it has caused you to become guarded um, jaded, bitter, upset, um, and you want to be close with them. If you want to be close with other people, if you're finding that you're having a lot of intimate partner problems, um, or just even social problems with friends and things like that, please, please find someone locally, um, in, in your community, um, in, in your nearest county, for professional help um even spiritual help in a lot of ways can assist in that but definitely start taking not just your mental health but your spiritual health and everything seriously because as ladies and i mentioned there's a lot of implications and ramifications of unhealthy attachment of you know of other problems with addiction and things like that that if you're not getting help for it if you're not checking if you're not checking that, it can derail your life and, you know, and you'll find yourself somewhere wondering how the hell you got there if you haven't already. So, again, I encourage you to seek out those resources that aid. Um, again, check out, again, those resources that Lady Z mentioned. Um, just start, just really just start taking their time to invest in you. A lot of us talk about, you know, loving yourself and things like that, but mm-hmm. really loving yourself is again, first getting connected to a higher power, spiritual source in my not so humble opinion, because well. for me and for me personally, I know that God is that spiritual source. Um, again, and just allow him to show in the, and just come to him with whatever it is, you know, and again, you know, if you're finding that you need better skills, more strategies, go to a, go to a mental health professional, go to an agency, go to a nonprofit, go to go somewhere in your community where, you know, you can talk to them about getting resources or help with a particular issue um, because they're there. And, you know, unfortunately, we're not there yet, but we're getting there. But, um, yeah, we just want to tell you right now to just do that for yourself. That's really loving yourself is doing the work now to work through these issues, work through your problems so you can come out on the other side a lot more better, a lot more healthy, a lot more stronger, a lot more just, you know, where you should where you should be. And, you know, um, just to well, let me touch on that um, for the (laughs) for the mental health side. 
Uh, definitely Zoe is almost there. Uh, Y'all, I still got a year left for my <laughs> um, For the ministerial, though, I am an ordained minister. I've mm-hmm. uh, yes, celebrated yeah. six years, and I have had years of training, ministerial training, mm-hmm. um, deliverance, prayer, prophetic, um, apostolic, all of that. I've been trained in uh, those areas and then some. So if you have any questions, something you'd like to talk to me about, um, I will gladly not only be of assistance if if the Lord allows that, but if you need to be um, introduced to another person uh, that I definitely would trust on my end, that's for sure. Um, I will. I can do that as well. So that's from the ministerial standpoint. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I can speak to. Yes, y'all. So um, again, yes. DM Lady Z. Her Instagram is say aloud s s a y it loud underscore the underscore movement. Look at him. <laughs> y'all, Clap y'all up, DM y'all. her. Yes, for any ministerial needs. If you need prayer, if you need guidance, if you need support, you she is there questions. for that. If you have questions, I am down for a conversation. If you, y'all don't if even you know. need to talk to her, she is there. Um, again, if you. I do a little bit of that, not ordained, but I do. Oh my God. I can help you a little bit spiritually, but I, again, I am working clinically too. So if you need resources, if you need um, any guidance, if you need any just help, um, I'm there. I'm also available to Love Beats and Heartstrings, is my IG handle. So DM me your questions, DM me if you. If you need help trying to find an agency where you live, yeah, that um, is his thing, y'all. The mental health, you know, side. we are there for that. Um, I'm there for that, and she's and ladies, he's there for that also. Yes. Um, and again, just you know, just take your just take your life seriously. I think that's what, if nothing else, if you guys didn't get anything else, Love which it. would be surprising, but please start taking your life seriously. I think that. Um, whether you look at it spiritually, clinically, mm-hmm. no matter what, this is your one life. So take it seriously. I know we've all got a story. We've all been hurt. Yeah. You know, contrary to adolescents and things like that, where they just kind of didn't care, be young, wild, and free. You know, again, we're all adults now. So it is your responsibility and your job to begin to do the work now to heal yourself, to take your life seriously, to take your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health seriously, you know, because nobody's going to do it for you. That part. So, and do you want to pray? You want to pray out really quick? Really quick. So, all right. We're going to try for quickness. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus first and foremost over this line. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for um, the topics that um, Lord, that you've given father God to Mm -hmm. shed light on, to um, bring, um, bring some knowledge and some wisdom um, through. And so father, every person that will hear this, that is hearing this, we plead the blood of Jesus over them um father gotten over the conversation let every seed that's been every seed that has literally been uh planted through this i pray that is good seed sown in good soil father um I come against every form of shame and condemnation in the name of Jesus. Declare and decree that each and every person that desires to be free can have freedom in you in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I just pray for um, for any healing that's needed, Father. 
anything that any person will need from this, Father God, from what has been brought up, Father God. Um, I pray that they find it in the name of Jesus, that it is brought to them, Father God, however means that you bring it to them. And um, Father, we seal this conversation in the sp- in the blood, by the blood of Jesus. It is sealed. Uh, this podcast is sealed. The previous podcast is sealed. And declare and decree that it shall do what it was created to do, which is bring healing in Jesus' name. We bless you and thank you. Amen. Right, y'all. So again, love these and heartstrings. Say it loud. S S A Y it loud underscore the underscore movement is our IG handles. Y'all follow us again. DM us all of if you got stuff you want to ask us. But we got the go for time running out, and I got to finish up some stuff. So peace out, (laughs) y'all.